Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Um, this is Jake. This is Nick. And uh, we're back with uh, episode two of episode The Nest. Episode two. Yeah, I wanted to, I almost said week two, but we took a, a break because of uh, Thanksgiving and the holiday weekend. It was just a little busy for us, so we didn't get around to filming one, or I guess recording one. Recording, yeah. 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 But uh, that really brings me into our first topic that I wanted to talk about since I'm picking the topics this week. I'd like to go into, actually, before I start that, I don't know if we did this last time, can't remember, but I want to mention the beer we're drinking um, at the beginning of the episode rather than just at the end. Um, this week we got Casper's White Stout, so we'll be consuming a couple of those. It's by a Whole Hog Brewing Company. And, Next um, Level Brews. Yeah, there we go. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm about to crack one open, should be pretty good, I hope. Um, after last week's, that was a little bit disappointing. I hope to uh, bring it back with a good one this week. Yeah, um, we can recommend something awesome for yeah. you guys. But anyhow, to uh, get started, the first subject I wanted to talk about was a little bit of a Thanksgiving recap. So uh, how was how was your Thanksgiving, Nick? Anything notable happen? Anything exciting, fun? Thanksgiving recap. Yeah, no, I feel like I almost feel like we're talking about like the Patriots game or something here. Um, recapping Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah, no, I went home uh, for Thanksgiving, yeah, hung out with my parents and my brother, um, so that was fun. I think the the main attraction there was my dog, mm-hmm. who I haven't seen in months. Uh, it, was, it was really good to see that little guy. He's never as excited, you know. You hope your dog's, like, super fucking excited when you go home and they just, like, won't leave you alone, but it's, like, a two-minute thing, and then back to normal like oh it's just my dog again he's not he doesn't miss me that much so but it's still fun it was good to see everyone hang out you know just kind of have some time away from mm-hmm. from school yeah how was your uh, thanksgiving meal itself uh you have any any fun stories any racist uncles anything uh it doesn't exciting? everyone yeah <laughs> i think uh Thanksgiving was a little weird. Usually we make it kind of like a two-day event with my family, um, but this year it was just it was just a one-day. You know, we got there an hour before the meal was prepared, which was nice. Didn't have to like listen to everyone cook and, and bicker over what we're what we're making or how we're making it. As I got in, you know, I had the food, talked with everyone as much as I, you know, I could bear, I guess, and then you know, got got the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the racist uncle side, I guess. Um, Shit, I I do have one uncle who has you know, I would he's not racist, but he's like you know kind of the family the black sheep of the family I guess. And yeah. He doesn't doesn't really have a job. He's fifty five years old. He's never rides a motorcycle. Gold wing. Um, he, he never tells you if he's showing up. So every like third holiday he'll just knock, wait for someone to answer the door, and then everyone's like, oh he's here, holy shit. Um, and he did make an appearance. This Thanksgiving, yeah, it was. I mean, it's as exciting as it can be for an uncle that doesn't remember your name that yeah, often because well, you've seen him like you know once. One of my biggest like family Thanksgiving pet peeves is when um someone who shows up to the holiday. I guess it's not Thanksgiving, but any kind of event in general. When someone shows up that is kind of an intermittent like arrival, they're not there every year, and then they ask you, they're like, "Oh, do you remember me?" I'm like, it. No, of course not. It just yeah. really pisses me off. Or if it's like, you know, I'm at that age now, which it's kind of fucking weird, where my cousins are bringing uh, significant others to, oh, to family holidays. Does that holidays. put a pressure on you? <laughs> I, it does, it kind of, yes, because you know, in the last four years, I've been on and off dating um, 
the same girl and like the the family knows the name mm-hmm. but I've never you know brought brought to how like not to these big <laughs> yeah. family gatherings yeah. I really don't want to expose her to that kind of you know shit show it can be quite daunting uh, do you bring you bring your your significant other to big family gatherings like that ever no um one of the challenges for me is that we live in different states so i don't know i've always wondered like when is the crossover like when at what point will we start going to each other's because i feel obligated obviously to go home for thanksgiving that's just what i've done oh, that's, that's, what, that's college, what you do at some point like i'm it's going to be a norm that i'm going like, to go to hers or, or vice versa and I don't know when that takes place my to to kind of transition though into how my Thanksgiving was I had a, a quite a time actually I got um, considerably drunk at yeah, Thanksgiving just kind of the way it goes um and I was Black Friday shopping after um Thanksgiving online and, or no in no the in store. person oh, Macy's wow, really? department old, store old-fashioned yes um and they had like a Keurig machine there and I um been myself a nice high cup of coffee because I was feeling a little fucked up still and I was like you know what this will sober me up spilled the entire cup of coffee on the floor and then uh fell over and knocked down a whole table (laughs) in mannequins (laughs) in the store and then um my dad made me go sit in the car so that was that was fun Thanksgiving happenings things like that happen you know every year at holidays people get too fucked up but did the Macy's staff did they you know were any around honestly I don't remember a single thing I remember like messing with the coffee machine and then I remember waking up the next day which is not a great precedent to set for a family Thanksgiving but it just happens so a little backstory is that I have my dad's parents are divorced so we have to go to like three Thanksgivings in a day and so I was like casually drinking at each of them and my dad and his dad are both really big bourbon lovers as well as myself so it was always like a tradition to have like an old-fashioned at the end and we go to his Thanksgiving with us so I've been like drinking wine and beer all day casually like oh I'll be fine like we're leaving here soon and then uh just had a little too much bourbon and that finished me off (laughs) the kill shot yeah Yeah. the kill shot um so how does that work you know my parents you know god bless their soul not divorced uh my grandparents still together um so with the eating situation i get the drinking like you're gonna drink the whole time anyway but if you you go to the first one do you pace yourself or what do you just fill up what i was doing at the first one is we ate there, and then I, um, I, th- I believe the way it happens usually is that we eat our primary meal at one house. At my my dad, it's not at my dad's mom's house, but like it's that side of the family. And then we usually go to dessert either at my mom's parents' house or my dad's dad's house. Um, lots of yeah. So okay, so they're all on board. Like, do they coordinate that? Like, oh, this year you're gonna make a big meal. Yeah, they do dessert. because the one. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know if it's really strictly coordinated because my dad's dad has been remarried three times and he has Ladies his own man. kids. Yeah, Ladies exactly. Man. He has his own kids, so I think they do it earlier in the day and then we just come for the dessert portion of their gathering. Okay, wow. Yeah, it's pretty nice for Christmas because, I mean, like triple gifts, pretty much. Triple gifts, yeah, shit. Which is, <laughs> yeah, you should consider uh, talking to your grandparents about maybe getting a divorce and then you can cash in a little more. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, um, my grandpa is dying tomorrow. Oh, well. Uh, they're pulling the plug on him. So, What's up? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm actually probably losing some gifts. So actually, like half year. gifts, I'd say. Yeah, I guess I guess you would say that. Um, but nonetheless, you know, you 
you still like I see I see the appeal there, and I, I'm just you know, I'm flabbergasted by the whole. That, that's a very well oiled machine. You know, you know at times you're going, you get dessert oh, yeah, out of one, you get drinks yeah. out of them all. Yep. And, they've been divorced for years, so they've had years to practice. Yeah, I think time to time yeah, to. Yeah, really I think they got this. divorced. My dad was like ten. He's like fifty something now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's been. Forty year anniversary of divorce oh. coming up, I guess. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> you celebrating that too. More, yeah, more absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat dinner at um, the my my dad's mom's house, and then for the the dessert, I'll go over to my my dad's dad's house for the divorce anniversary. Cool. Of course, that's yeah. usually how we run things. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a silver lining of the situation. There. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, now that we've kind of talked about Thanksgiving, I want to talk about another thing that I've seen a lot in social media lately and um, just friends are talking about it. Um, Spotify's kind of year in review feature and how everyone posts on like their Instagram or their Snapchat story about what their year looked like, how many minutes their top artist. Um, I personally don't have Spotify, so I always feel a little left out yeah, when it comes to this time. But I was going to say the same thing, sore subject, because I'm, you know... All I see right now is, you know, every third Instagram story, Snapchat story, is something I don't have available to me. So, and I know my music's pretty, pretty cool. Well, that's like, what I, I was thinking. I'm, like, ready to show off what I got. It's going to yeah. be, like, I mean, whenever I see someone that's, like, Drake and Ariana Grande and then, like, I don't know, name another, like, Ed Sheeran. And like Kanye almost, West. Yeah. Fucking bury yourself, guys. Like, know, like <laughs> everyone's been doing that post already. Like, yeah, get, we've seen it. Well, like... I think really that if if you get your Spotify year in review and that's what it is, Drake, whatever, Kanye, Ariana Grande, I think that's, you know, kind of a wake up call to just reevaluate your music choices for the next year. Yeah, you should look at, I th- they released like the most streamed artists of the decade and I think Drake was number one and then like Ariana Grande was also up there with that. If your list is aligning with like the most streamed artists of the decade, then I think you should, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and say like, lesser known artists are better but what i just can't wrap my mind around people that are just not straying away from like literally the most popular selection of there's music there's a lot things. out there and i, I think you know and, and i know that the people are getting these reviews they're not taking it as you know shit there's a lot out there they're like fuck yeah this is this is cool yeah. right like i've got all these cool mm-hmm. artists on my thing meanwhile mine's gonna be you know like a bunch of like punk emo folk bands that yeah. you know what's going on and, and that's you know that could be a little subject of concern too i post that <laughs> and i get like fourteen thousand ads for self-help in the next few days well, so the correlation's high I yeah mean. <laughs> yeah who knows who knows so i guess i i mean my mine isn't you know objectively well, better than I that think- but I mean, just knowing you for a long time and talking about music with each other, I know we both, um, in some ways, align our music taste with each other. Um, one thing that kind of, it seems to me that there's like a whole group of people out there, and this is so foreign because all of my friends and people I hang around with the most, we are all kind of aligned on not liking the same artists necessarily, but we all are like into the sense of discovery for finding new music that not necessarily people haven't heard of, but I always want to find a new artist that sounds like something I may like, but is different than it um, in a cool way. But it seems to me that when you see some of these lists, people aren't straying away from that. And that's just like, do you think it's because those people actually like it? Or is it something where it's just like, oh, this is what I hear on the radio. This is what I hear at a party. Then this is what I listen to. 
I think I think it can go both ways too. I mean, if you're you've got these these songs, these artists that you hear all the time, and like if you're listening to the radio, you're listening to commercials, you hear the same music over and over. You associate them. You got parties. You associate them with good times, and that's that's what you listen to because that's what's you know familiar. It's fresh in your mind, um, and then it's it popped up on your Spotify thing just in the last week here. So. I think it's it's more you're classically conditioned to just keep listening to that stuff, and yeah. I mean they, every uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever has you know this radio section. You know, you pick one song that's like a little little out of your norm artist group, click on the radio, and you're gonna find a lot more shit that you like. I think. Yeah. I mean uh, that's how it works for me, and then I end up mm-hmm. downloading albums. So. Well, I know for our Spotify listeners out there, there's the like recommended weekly and like even if you're listening to stuff that's very popular very commonplace um, and once again i want to reiterate not trying to knock that but it should recommend at least once something that you probably never heard of and um i just wonder if people use that i mean even apple music has um like a for you section i believe is what it's called yeah, where it yeah. recommends you like new albums um there's this kind of shit though i'm just that is why yeah, i switched right. so i am i don't know if you've always used Apple Music or what, but I, I used to be a Spotify premium, you know, die hard. I was, um, you know, everyone who used Apple Music, I would try to convert to Spotify premium. And uh, actually what what happened to me, why I, why I switched is because it was, you know, towards the end of semester, uh, as a result of a lot of irresponsible spending during the first uh, parts of the semester, I was really low on cash. Like, I mean, my I think my checking account had about, like, seven dollars that's a good number and i i happened to get this email from apple music three months free oh there you and go i'm like shit my spotify payment's coming up i'm gonna switch over and keep that five dollars for this month student pricing yeah um so i did and i i've stuck with apple music i guess mm-hmm. now because my my playlist transferred over oh and yeah well once it's all in there you cannot switch it's yeah. you're like bound to it i'm actually an apple music user kind of for life i used it back when it was beats music Ooh. i don't know if anyone remembers that but i didn't just because my, yeah, my dad like made an account and like got a family account on there because he likes this stream of music and so i just kind of piggyback off that which is nice um does but, your dad ever you know look at, i don't know how that family account works if you're still on it can he see what you're listening to is he ever worried about you <laughs> no i mean he knows that i like like I, I'll say different music, but I don't really like that word. Um, but he couldn't see just because we're family sharing. He could only see because we're friends. You can have like friends on Apple Music, and he can tell what I'm listening to through that. But he's never okay. said anything about it. So okay. I mean, usually it's like I mean sometimes there's like a metal phase or something weird that I'm going through. Uh, a lot I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Kind of back to the Thanksgiving recap, but you know, I was sitting at home um, doing doing some work for a report, and you know, I, no one was home, so I connected to the uh, sound system, and I was just playing my music. And mm-hmm. my mom comes home, and I was like, okay, you know, keep it on, turn it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, she's like, where did your music taste come from? Because I, whenever I hear your music, I just don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and I think. Uh, the song I was listening to is titled uh, "The Past Is a Grotesque Animal." And it's just like a 15-minute techno indie ballad of, you know, a lot of weird shit. Yeah. 
And I, I look at her, I'm like, I don't know. I, mean, I just listen to you know, a lot of stuff. I listen to everything. And she's like, yeah, I mean, some things I'll, I'll recognize, but like, it's pretty weird. And like mm-hmm. me and your dad never listened to that stuff. <laughs> like, obviously. Um, I, I didn't know how to answer it. I, I think music taste is just, you know, as you explore and you know, mm-hmm. as you're like, going through, you growing up, you kind of develop a sort of subset of something. I yeah, it's, it's interesting because... I don't, me and my parents, like, have a bit of overlap, like, uh, one of my favorite bands, for example, is Talking Heads, and my dad loves the Talking Heads, so that, we'll talk about that, or, like, David Bowie is another one of my favorite artists. This is just so fucked up, because I was, you know, I was listening to, um, Psycho Killer, yeah, like, yeah. right after that, that yeah. 15 minute song came on, and my dad mentions, he's like, is this David Bowie? Really? Like, I'm not making this up. Yeah. So like we went on this, you know, talk, like David Bowie train and talked about it for like 10 minutes. So it's just mm-hmm. odd that you brought that up. Yeah. That but was... <laughs> I, I, those are just two examples. But then there's shit like, then my parents like assume I like all the music they like. And they're like, oh, you must love you too. And I fucking hate you too. Fucking... I From... didn't have strong feelings about you too until that fucking moment where... I'm sitting on my iTunes and I just get that fucking album downloaded. For, like, when, downloaded when did that it. happen? How that long ago was that? You know, like ten, I don't know, eight, ten don't years know, ago man. now. That but really it pissed like, me off too. I, you know, when when you open your Apple yeah. or you click iTunes, that would always start playing. I think there's like a. Like, I think I hated fuck. them. I really never listened to their music, so I'm probably not giving them a fair chance. But I think I really. Uh, there's like a South Park episode or a okay. series of episodes that like they have a bono character in it i think it, that it, they do they okay do, okay yeah. i think i watched that a long time ago and i was like oh fuck you two must suck they're just ripping on him <laughs> and then the and then the album came out and there was a lot of like popular hate against you two because like no one wants like an unsolicited no, no album. one consented to that album it's pretty much the same as like receiving a dick pic from a gross dude it's like getting a fucking u2 well album. the weird thing about it is that album cover was like a dude blowing another dude was it really? Or it was like two naked guys. I swear to God. Um, I, I need to fact check like, fine. on this I'm gonna, one. Which is like, fine. I'm going to look it up right now. YouTube. <laughs> album. Downloaded on everyone's phone. Perfect. <clears throat> Songs of Innocence. So let's look up. I'm let's patiently cover. awaiting. I'm going as fast as I can here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is. So it's oh, like, it is uh, too... At least semi-nude dudes. I like, mean, they could yeah. be blowing each other. Or about it's about to, to happen, yeah. It's which the, is, I highly recommend everyone go look this up and yeah. see what we're talking Songs about. Songs of Innocence cover. Oh, I mean, there's a lot is of... gay propaganda is the headline yeah. that is... Being, the first thing that comes up. and That's an like, interesting take, and I don't want to get into that. I, yeah, we're not getting into that. could be a topic for another week, but no, it's just... Uh, that. That's when I did start to hate YouTube. Not because of the photo, but just, you know, it was downloaded... And I didn't want it, and I didn't give him a chance ever. But the South Park thing, let's go back yeah. on that. Because I don't know if it's just, you know, I'm he- I'm hearing about South Park more. And I think the mm. new season came out or something recently. Yeah. But, like, South Park to me when I was little was, like, the show I couldn't watch when my parents were home. I didn't know. One thing interesting about South Park is I always just thought, um, well, I had a roommate uh, sophomore year that, um, would listen to South Park at like obscene hours of the night, or I guess watch it. Um, and so I w- would always associate it with just those loud, fucking annoying voices while I was trying to go to bed. And okay. fortunately, I can sleep anywhere and sleep through anything. So I got over it. But um, then one of my good friends, who I trust a ton, uh, taste wise, when I was at home, he's like, "Hey, how's he taste? Sh- <laughs> You're great." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's actually us on yeah. the YouTube album yeah. cover. Oh, I was like, cool. getting, getting yeah. ready to, uh, you know, switch the faces. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do this photo shoot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, he he um, was like, let's watch some South Park, and I was like, uh, I'm a little hesitant, but okay, I tried it, and it actually is like interesting. Like, I don't want to say social commentary because that sounds like stuck up and douchey, but it's, but it does. It's like a BoJack yeah. Horseman type narrative. Yeah, it, it's like. Like, once again, I'm using the wrong words here, but it's, like, making fun of every party or every belief or every stance. And, like, I think it does a good job of, like, de-escalating the seriousness of, like, a lot of these, like, social conflicts that everyone has against each other. But I never knew that it was, like, an actual social commentary or, like, had any real topics. I thought it was just, like, little kids with, like, loud voices being violent. Oh, I thought it yeah. was, like, family guy-esque. Same. Yeah. And I always, you know, I associated it, you know, when I was younger, the kids that would watch South Park were, like, the naughty kids in elementary Oh, the bad school. parents. Like, yeah, fuck. Your yeah. mom lets you watch South Park? Oh, interestingly must... enough, one of my... <laughs> You're going to go to jail sometime. <laughs> one of my friends in high school, not high school, middle school, his parents were, like... They didn't give a shit about him. And the first time I ever drank Red Bull was at his house, and I thought it was the sickest shit ever, but he was a huge South Park fan. Just a, Those were the kind of guys that were South Park. But I did love going to his house because there was no rules, and like drinking Red Bull in sixth grade was extremely badass, I guess. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I was, yeah, that's, that's what I associated with. Until, you know, like the last month almost is when people were like oh have you watched the new season of south park i'm like no why the fuck would i do that i'm not i'm not a sixth grader that's like spray painting walls under yeah, the bridge i just always thought it was a like just like a like just annoying or like obnoxious or like yeah just shitty violence humor and like not insightful or like actually like well written at all but it's so i I don't yeah. know if you've started watching, but I no, think I did. No, I did I, because my brother, you know, he was home for yeah. Thanksgiving as well, and he's, you know, he's a pretty straight laced guy, mm-hmm. uh, very smart, good grades, all, all of the above, but uh, he's got a good sense of humor, and he, he throws on South Park on like Hulu or whatever it's on in our family room, and like my, my parents are sitting there, my dad starts laughing, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll start watching this a little bit. My mom, uh, you know, my mom's like, I can't believe you're watching this in my living room. So, of course, I'm like, yes, I need to start watching this, too. Um, and it was. I think the episode was about, uh, this, you know, all the adults of the show were having a Christmas party. Yeah. And the, the police thought it was, you know, a big religious cult I've gathering. Yeah, yeah, I think that was fucking And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, commenting on a lot of stuff here with South Park. Where have you been? Like, yeah, I know. I, shit. I felt... I. So maybe, maybe this is a lesson to us that we shouldn't have ruled you two out. Yeah, I think, I think this all I think started this is, from I think us. this is really, we can really draw a lot from this. And, you know, maybe I'll throw on a U2 album. To, I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm not, no. But no, just, yeah, I think this sprouted from, like, give some other music a chance, just like we gave, we gave South Park a chance yes. in a way. So if any of our listeners are out there with uh, Drake... Ariana Grande, Ed Sheeran, whoever else. Or a strong prejudice against South Park. No, that too. Both of those things. If you have those in your Spotify, uh, music of the year or prejudice against South Park, um, branch the fuck out and try something new. Except don't try you two. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do do that. But I I didn't know, you know, coming into this show, I I didn't know we were going to be giving, you know, monumental life advice here. This is a pretty good turn of events. This is a podcast for everything, really. It really is. Some current events. 
life advice. You never know what's going to happen here. And that's, I think, what's keeping you, the listeners, uh, from coming back, you know. Episode we two. surprise ourselves. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sitting here fucking shaking. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, yeah. I'm a prophet or something. So, so Nick, I actually want to give you a little, uh, another little life pro tip here at any of my... Uh, are rather listeners out there who may have Apple Music, check out Last FM. Um, really cool app that tracks the music you listen to um, on Spotify, on Apple Music, whatever you use, and um, it gives you like a it, it does its own year in review. And it on the website you can get recommendations. And I find while um, the algorithm on Spotify or the algorithm on Apple Music has their own recommendation section. I find the last FM recommendations to be really, really accurate and really awesome. So if anyone is um, in that kind of zone where they are like, oh, damn, all my friends are uh, posting their uh, year in review and I'm a lowly Apple Music user. What, what did I listen to this year? Go do that. Start out listening. The only thing is that you have to like actively updated every 10 days or something you have to like scan your phone um but other than that yeah awesome so next year you'll be golden um, yeah well you gotta wait a whole year of listening and stuff so why have i not seen you on your instagram on your snapchat your last fm year oh it's just not as trendy I'm yeah just, i guess you would be, be that fucking yeah. guy the last they'd be like, fm they'd be like dude. oh this guy fucking listens to weird music yeah, no shit he's posting uses, on yeah, last, last FM. fm what the fuck okay all right i get that i get yeah, that but I'm no, not i'm not trying to uh, be too contrary for, for personal knowledge yeah. it'd be good to have i yeah. wish i would have downloaded it last year at this time oh shit i should have warned you sooner yeah. It's anyway, okay. I want to um, move to our tweet of the week this week, and um, actually, the interesting thing is I fucking hate this tweet and don't find it funny at all. Oh, but why'd you choose it? It transitions into the next topic that I want to talk about quite well. Okay. So um, here it is. It's from the Netflix US uh, blue checkmarked account, official and everything. It says, uh, "What's something you can say during sex, but also when you manage a brand Twitter account?" Um, Oh, I've, see, I've seen a yeah. few of these around. And then, like, every other brand account responded with something, like, like racy for a brand Twitter account to say, but, like, not actually that funny or, like... Just trying to prove that, you know, we're quirky, we're funny. Right? Yeah. Like, that's what they Yeah, mean. which, okay, my next topic is, I'm just big reveal right here, is brand Twitter. I fucking hate brand Twitter to death. Um, like, the number one account that I hate is the fucking Wendy's account. Um, like, always... It, I always see these dumb fucking articles and stuff and it's like Wendy's account totally flames some guy or something <laughs> or another with some dumb fucking tweet. It's just like, it. I don't know, maybe some people think it's funny and maybe it makes more people eat, eat at Wendy's or whatever, but I just hate that like there's this relatable brand Twitter humor and it feels gross because like it's, I don't know why I hate it so much. It's hard for me to articulate. That's where we're at now. You know, like Twitter, I, I like Twitter. I like, you know, seeing content. I like seeing funny, funny things. But now it's, it's at least my feed is moving more towards this. There's like four or five accounts that post these funny things and they just get retweeted by fucking everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think, you know, I appreciate the content, but, you know, when, like, Wendy's or whatever, these brands come in, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I'm, I'm driving down, like, main drag of whatever town I'm in, and I see these these restaurants, and then I'm like, oh, they're the ones who are tweeting all that. Like, that, yeah. that shouldn't be a connection. Well, the funniest part to me is that there's, like, some 
guy or girl who went to probably like journalism school and was like, fuck, I can't get a job at uh, any publication because journalism is dead and fucked and I chose a wrong fucking major. Anyhow, that's a little side thing. But <laughs> they're like, um, oh, I can be the windy so- social media rep. So probably some fuck who went to like a really good school, dumped like nearly a hundred grand into their education and is like the brand, like the Twitter manager for Wendy's just responding to people all fucking day. And then like all these other like, like brain dead fucks. So like, Oh, Wendy's made a funny joke. (laughs) I love their square patties. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking shit. Like I, I mean, good for that. You know, good for the person that's the, the Wendy's brand Twitter ambassador. Like you really, you got the upper echelon of what you could do. Like, yeah, because there's probably like a Bed Bath & Beyond brand ambassador or something. They don't tweet any funny shit. They're sitting there like, oh, towels are four ninety nine now. They'll well, fall actually, apart in actually, a couple days. Not good for the Wendy's guy. I kind of prefer the that Bed Bath & Beyond. Now, I don't know, even know if Bed Bath & Beyond has a Twitter, but I can, like, I like the informative model. I don't, I don't sure, need yeah, no, my I, brand to be fucking funny. I don't need... I'm going to Wendy's and I'm going to get the fucking... Yeah, I want to know if you know if they have this new deal going on. Like, can I get a triple quarter... I guess that's McDonald's, but like a three-quarter pound patty for $4. Like, I, I don't need to know what you're fucking... What you can say during sex and uh, what was it... <laughs> I don't know. I don't care what you say during sex because you're Wendy's. You don't have sex. You're a restaurant. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't... This is not a narrative you need to be part of. Yeah, and I just don't like how everyone jumped on the trend and, like, everything's got to be funny and then, like, every brand's got to have an Instagram account that, like, responds to people and then talks like it's, like, a real person. It's not... I prefer when it's, like, an informative post... And then you message them or comment if you have a problem, and they respond like, hey, DM us, we'll fix the problem. That's all I need for my interaction with brands on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, give me coupons, do HR shit. Um, (laughs) Don't, don't, you know, try to make me laugh while I'm scrolling through Twitter in class or something. Like, you're you're doing fine. You and all of these are multi-billion-dollar companies that are doing just okay. That's why they that's why they can pay the money to hire someone to make funny tweet like i it's like they got bored like what yeah we're, we're doing so well like netflix you know we're doing so well people are not gonna stop watching us but what do we do now i just honestly want to see like the workstation for the fuck that like do they work remote do they have to go into an office every day does this person like go in and sit at like a dual monitor <laughs> computer screen just pounding their fucking keyboard trying yeah, to like think of funny two responses. different thesaurus websites and like do any of these words spark something fucking hilarious for me um i don't know i have no fucking clue what those that would be a, a good day in a life segment like on youtube to It'd watch be awesome like, i want to know i, I feel like enough, not like enough a reddit people. ask me anything i'm the yeah. bro- the tweeter of you know netflix <laughs> ask me anything Is it, i'm sure it's like multiple people though yeah, i, I guess, guess it's probably you'd be overworked you know <laughs> Well, Imagine the workload of putting out like one funny tweet a week. Holy that's shit! That's too much. I mean, you the need a staff for mon- that. Monumental. Yeah, and do these have like an approval process? I mean, like if I'm sure the- they do. I'm sure they can't say like. Well, the interesting thing about the Netflix tweet is they say the word like, they say the word sex directly, which seems like, for some reason or another, it seems like even referencing anything too sexual or like. I guess, like, in the last two years, it's become a little more okay to, like, make sexual references and ads and stuff, but, like, 
before that, it seemed like that was like the line. You could say like a curse word. You could do this. You could do that. Like violence was fine. Like Hardy's putting like was it, is it Hardy's? I think it's Hardy's. Hardy's like, always had like the naked girls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. I was referencing. Like you could do that, but like you couldn't like directly reference sex. You could be like. Yeah, imagine yeah. if Netflix, you know, threw it or Wendy's threw a commercial on TV and it was like, "Eat our burgers while you're fucking your girlfriend." <laughs> like, I don't think that would fly. No, but, but you know, on funny. Twitter, it would be like it would though. be funny. But that, I think it's the way it comes across. Like that's not, that just came out of my TV. <laughs> but like on Twitter, you know, that's that's acceptable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like I'm trying to think. There's this other commercial. I, it's like a microwavable food commercial. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about already. It's an all-food micro- microwavable. Oh, yeah, but it's just like a microwave meal. Yeah, like a TV thing. dinners. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, I think Devour is the brand or something. But it's oh, like, I know yeah, what yeah, you're talking about. He like about. spanks the, mac and, the shitty like microwave mac and cheese with this fork, and he's like, oh, baby. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, I think their slogan is like, so food so good you'll want to fork it. Yeah, or something yeah, like, like that. That wasn't allowed a couple years ago, and... I kind of still, at least in this context, wish it wasn't. I don't know I, I don't why. I want to fuck my food. You know, this like, guy wants to fuck a bowl of fucking mac and cheese. Like, is that what it's implying? I mean, right. Me? I don't know, but right now I am thinking about what that would be like, and I don't want to be. You know, but when I see that commercial, that's what I'm gonna. You know, like, oh, what, what if I did fuck some like a real deep bowl of mac and cheese? Maybe this is like a deep state conspiracy that's like trying to get people to like. Hmm. I mean, what would the motive be? I can't think of one, but there might be. I mean, if you're so hard up that you want to, you, I don't know. You want to fuck They're your trying to mac and cheese. Create a mac and cheese. But you cheese couldn't eat. Hybrids. You couldn't eat the food after you fucked it. That'd well, be maybe so it's a real, a real. Yeah, that's a very like, niche market they'd be going for right there. You know, do you like fucking your food and then eating it? We've got shit for you. Yeah. Well, they should um, just come out and say it then. Yeah, but they, I feel they like they should be, be posted some, like maybe on they're the trying dark to get. Web. Okay, that's like their business model. They pitch it day one. They're like, "This is our business model. We're trying to get people to fuck our food and then eat it." And then day two, they're like, "Well, we got the numbers back. Only like five percent of the population likes to do that." And they're like, "Okay, I've got an idea. We're gonna make a commercial that programs people to want to fuck their food." I think that's what they did. I mean, I, I just like, you know, I heard that and then I was thinking about fucking my mac and cheese. So, yeah, so uh, well, everyone's indoctrinated well. and everyone's pretty much fucked now. And then and their food is too. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But cool. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. There is so many marketing strategies out there. It's just hard to you know, put a. It's hard to decode. I mean, companies are getting way too creative these days if people are seriously wanting to fuck their food. And I mean, look at us in the span of a couple minutes. We're uh, now want to, like, I'm probably going to, you know, tonight at some point. uh, No, never mind. I'm not going to fuck some food tonight. Easy Mac's looking kind of thick. (laughs) Although I did, okay. (laughs) Actually, very similar train of thought. I was at a local breakfast uh, restaurant. Here, here in Madison, this was last year at some point, and I ordered a, a bagel with lox. And the, the way they, they served this lox, this salmon, they tried to make it look like a rose, right? And this is, oh, you know... I already know. <laughs> you know, this is you know, smoked raw salmon of sorts, and it looks you know, suggestive. Yeah. Especially when you make it into like a vulva-shaped <laughs> fucking rose. So I get this plate, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
Fucking Christ. I can't look that in the eye. So I'm looking down at my plate, and I think that was the most fuckable food I've ever seen. That, that you know, yeah. vagina-shaped locks platter. It's hard to argue with that. I don't have anything that can even come close to that. I think a lot. That's like those tweets, you know, fellas, how many beers would you... <laughs> and it's like a like some inanimate object that looks like a you know, female reproductive organ. But this, th- there was no way in the back they were making this and not laughing their ass off. I mean, people, you've got to... I always assume that people have the amount of self-awareness that I have, and I'm not trying to say that I'm, like, ultra-aware or, like... Your third eye yeah, shit, yeah. but, like, <laughs> I don't know. Some shit is so obvious. It's like, how the fuck did you guys not notice this? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I'm sure they were, like, you know, peeking around the corner yeah, like, of the kitchen looking at me. Like, what the fuck's gonna eat yeah, this go, shit? He's gonna <laughs> do it. He's gonna fucking do it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I would have been doing that if I was the chef of that yeah, kitchen. I, but doing too, 100%. I, I mean, I took a picture of it. I've shown this to like probably five, ten people, and now mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up here on, on yeah, the nest. So <laughs> they really uh, yeah, sun, Le- left a lasting impression. Sunroom Cafe, if you're in Madison, yeah, uh, head over there out. and order the locks if you're a, in the mood. <laughs> labia-shaped yeah. bagels. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> locks, yeah, bagels. it's going to be uh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, um, anyhow, uh, should we move on to our... Uh, beer review to close things out i think so yeah i think yeah. we're at that that point of the show yeah. here um yeah so again we were we were drinking uh by the brewery whole hog brewery slogan next level brews um we're drinking casper white stout a beer with natural flavor added and i personally fucking love this beer i it's okay i'm glad we're on the amazing. same page yeah. this is like I'm not going to fluff it up too much, but basically, like, it's a stout, but not not your typical stout. It's, like... like It's more hoppy than... it's. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's, like, a little white chocolatey, um, just really good. It's not too heavy or anything. Um, just an amazing stout, and I love their packaging, too. I don't it's know what simple, about it. It's simple, good colors. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, you think we were you know, sponsored by uh, what is it? Whole yeah, hog? Whole no, we aren't. No, we are not. There's yeah. no we endorsement. Like the beer. <laughs> There's no. We don't get anything from this, but mm-hmm. it, it is a good beer. And if you do purchase it, you'll get something from it. Uh, yeah. a great tasting beer. Yeah. So, and I think that just about says it all. So, uh, tune in maybe next week, maybe the week after, for the episode three of the Nest. Um, Nick's gonna pick the topics for that one, so it should be pretty exciting. A little bit crazy. We'll see what we come Ooh, up with. It'll be crazy. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs>